Well, hello there, Paul. Nice to see you shuffling in. Well, it's going to be a thriller today. Calcio. Calcio. And coffee. And coffee. Yes, Richard, I've taken off my one glove. <laughs> just so I can handle my newspapers a bit better. The headlines on Sunday, as we'd expected, Pazzi di Milan from the Gazzetta. We're all Milan crazy. Milan crazy. These headlines are getting worse <laughs> as the season goes on. The Corriere gave us this delight. Milan Festival. Wow. Did go on Saturday night. And was it a festival? It was indeed. It was amazing. And of course, the talking point was uh, Kevin Prince Boateng doing his Michael Jackson impersonations. But I was not impressed. Really, no. Mine is better. I think yours is much better. I think if we were doing a Michael Jackson impersonation contest, you would beat Prince Boateng. I think (laughs) Max Allegri didn't come on stage as Freddie Mercury, which was a great disappointment to all those at the stadium. But we were very impressed with Zlatan Ibrimovic doing the singer from Go West. Go West, but it shouldn't have been doing ABBA. It looks like that one from ABBA, the one with the big nose. And the feather. Yeah. (laughs) No, on a serious point about that Milan match, there was no serious serious points whatsoever. But you know what? It's just started a craze. Francesco Guidolin said that he was also going to do a boa. He said, I'm going to do a boa tang. It's no longer a Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, it's a Boateng. It's a Boateng. I call that the, the uncle syndrome. You know, at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the uncle's had a few too many. <laughs> and then he starts dancing You're like, a uncle, sit down, please. And you know what as well? Il Pocho. Lavezzi. He's getting involved. Well, thankfully he didn't. Not yet. There's still a game left, right? I know, but there's no way he can do this without being arrested. Or <laughs> I'll tell you what's going what he wanted to do. He was going to put on a mini skirt and dye his hair blonde. Fantastic. Well, certainly for Silvio Berlusconi, I think, might be interested in that. <laughs> you know, Silvio, he heard it was the 18th party. He was there, front of the line. <laughs> so it's all gone completely crazy this week in Italian football. That's because we are Patsy di Milan. Exactly, and uh, and the the couple of the moment they were out to four thirty in the morning. Pato, well past his bedtime. And Robinho. <laughs> and Barb's. They were just Cavalli, and apparently they were eating sushi three in the morning together, and holding hands. You're such a gossip monger. Under the table. <laughs> Whereas Tangent Tutto Sport came out with again on the Sunday morning. Stupefacente, which is stupefying, but also drug. <laughs> and there was drug. this picture of Del Neri wearing a lovely blonde curly wig. On Prozac. On Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. In fact, he looked like Harpo Marx. <laughs> Banner of the Week. At the San Paolo, another full house, Richard. And they were waving the Champions League flags. Yes, yeah, so all they needed was a draw against Inter. Would you like a biscuit? <laughs> yes, please. That's very nice of you, yeah. <laughs> a biscuit being the Italian term for uh, a shared objective, shared. Yeah, a biscotto. Yes. Yeah. 
and certainly that, that was the shared objective they shared the biscuit and one, that match one point each and nothing much happening in the second half was there well nothing at all really <laughs> passing the ball around the, and that was about it but the best part I thought was at the end when um, they poured water over Matsari and it looked <laughs> very unpleased he wasn't at all happy that beige suit and then there was a great he's just uh, back from Cannes <laughs> there was a great headline in the, going back just to the headlines uh, in the Gazetta that said Napoli equals the symbol for equals the mm-hmm. two lines champions but in Italian champions means champions league yeah. because they can't say league in Italian <laughs> they can't say champions and they can't say champions either <laughs> champions. champions and below it was a wonderful photograph again the uncle syndrome it was a Mazzari being carried off the pitch shoulder high but he was looking like an uncle had who had too many at the the wedding (laughs) (laughs) eyes to the sky take me home auntie jean billy jean (laughs) another banner but this time from the olympic stadium in rome was sesso lazio and rock and roll (laughs) that is terrible what's sesso Exactly, you forgot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sex. So sex, Lazio and rock and roll doesn't quite mix, does it? Well, a lot of people could do without the uh, Lazio and rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about the other. But they did win 4-2 against Genoa to oh, push wow. them back into fourth place. And um, Raya said before the match, I think Catania need to do their duty against uh, Roma. Roma. And so Montella responded, Ah, Reyes asked for the maximum effort from Catania. Maybe people should remember their recent football history. What, uh, Roma put seven past Catania? No, that <laughs> Lazio didn't bother last year against Inter. Oh, of course, yes. And so Roma out of the Champions League. Yes, so they missed out in the Champions League and now they'll try to get... Uh, make sure that they don't qualify for the Europa League either. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to be in the Europa League? Off to Bulgaria, February, or Ukraine or somewhere, or even Romania. Juve'll try to get out of it as well. No one want to be in it. <laughs> Who's below them? Palermo already in Europe. Palermo already in there, so they're, they're scuppered. You saw what Genoa thought Yeah, about. Genoa. <laughs> yeah, Genoa in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Montella said, yes, I think there's been a great growth in the team since I took over. <laughs> growth of complete idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, well, I'm not too sure about my job. Yeah. Nobody's too sure about their job. Not a Roma. <laughs> Back to the youth team. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the, the other end of the country, Francesco Guidolin, he said, a train's passing by and we need to catch it. And I think that I think they will. And they've got Milan, of course, Milan. There was another banner at the San Siro. 18 titles, all of them won on the pitch. Uh, a little slide dig there at Inter, who won one of their titles in the courts. Yeah. <laughs> they can't leave it, can they? They just can't no, let it lie. No, no, no they'll never let, let it lie. Bring back Moji. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about that, um, another thing Guidolin said was like the train's coming by this season because next season is going to be even more difficult because there's one less place in the Champions League and there is always the power of the big five. Exactly. And plus the train will be leaving Udine with all their star players on it <laughs> as they move to other clubs. Parola del Presidente. A certain Andrea Agnelli, you even have to evaluate this eventuality. We could even have the possibility of taking the four main teams to play in another league. 
Um, he's got the same gun structure as uh, Massimo Moratti, I've noticed. That's wicked rumour mongering, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> that bl- Italian blue blood. So the, they've had a huge argument about um, the, the money to be shared for the TV rights. But yeah. apparently Agnelli has now come out trumps. And, say, and what? He's made them all friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, uh, who's and all friends? The 15 smaller clubs. The proletariat. Yes. The proles. And the five blue bloods. Really? And how much did that cost? <laughs> just, just a lot of love. A lot of love, a lot of euros. Okay, here's, a, here's a, like an extra 30 million each. Because no one watches you anyway. That's what they said. We have 75% of the fans and... Uh, so we should get 75% of all revenue. And Zamperini said, you see how many people are going to the Olympic Stadium to watch Palermo? You see the, the figures that we got on the television for Palermo beating Milan? Anyway, you said there'd be no Juventus next season in Serie A. I wish. And I remember it was a great league without Juventus. <laughs> exactly. Quality statement, exactly. So Juventus uh, clearing off to Switzerland to win something. Or Luxembourg. <laughs> the Inter managing director, Ernesto Paulillo, wow. he said, why don't we make our own little mini-league? <laughs> Five teams! <laughs> then Juventus, voice, yeah, and then Juventus, I've got, great, I've got a great, well, nobody does take him seriously. <laughs> then Juventus got a great chance for oh, Europa League. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no relegation either. Fifth gets you in the Europa League. And even if that wasn't enough, <laughs> Pauli looking back, he said, we're just not going to buy players from the smaller teams. Right, and uh, have they bought any players from smaller teams? Not if Such you- as Juventus. <laughs> <laughs> the Guru. <laughs> Not time for the loincloths just yet. But the, but the curly wig. <laughs> it's more angelic than a guru now, isn't he? With that wig. Yes. Yeah. A little cherubim. Oh dear me. John Elkan, the president of Fiat, an Exor, the entire wow, holding group of name. the entire baby. You know, a company called Exor. That's yes. really scary. Anyway, John Elkan was speaking near Siena to um, a group of young publishers, you know, young go-getters. Yes, with no chins. And he said, Buffon, great player. Unfortunately, we haven't seen him play for a year and a half. (laughs) Silence befell the auditorium. Tumbleweed, his career as a comic ending immediately. And then one of the the kids said, "Um, Mr. John, Mr. John, how about Gigi? What's happening next season? And it wasn't Gigi Buffon, but the question was about Gigi Del Neri. And Elkin said, uh, listen kid, just shut up. <laughs> no, he didn't. Sit down. Oh, he didn't? He okay. didn't. He sat and had a joke. He said, why? Don't you like him? <laughs> and obviously, we had to go back to Turin for Del Neri to explain everything. In, in his best uh, guru fashion. Yes, sitting in his lotus <laughs> position. Yeah. The enlightened one said, Jean was clearly joking about Buffon, while his words about me were clearly a pleasure because Jean has clearly understood all of the work I have done for Juventus this season. Only Milan and Inter have lost less matches than us. It's true, we have drawn so many matches, but we have done something very good. So you're saying there only Inter and Milan have done better than Juve. And then there was a game at the Tardini Stadium against Parma. Right. Jovinko scored an amazing goal, which Colombo said was like Messi in full flight. And you could see Jovinko, when he scored the goal, he just turned around and said, 
I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> no. I hate you. <laughs> pointing his fingers all around the Juventus coaching staff, no. managerial staff, no. players. No, and what he was what he was saying was, you won't be there next season. You won't be there next season, and I'll be back wearing the number ten well, on your bag, Del Piero. And the word is now that um, the the guru will be flying off on his cloud. Not according to Mr. Del Neri himself. The enlightened one said. <laughs> He's got his head in the clouds. I am not resigning. It's, no, of course he's not resigning. They're going to sack him. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the word is that Antonio Conte, the Elton John. <laughs> oh, Elton John's back in. Yeah, will be arriving, Mr. Sergeant Major. And he's going to shake things up at Juve. That's the, that's the word anyway. Tinkling some keyboards. Tinkling, no, <laughs> smacking some heads together. <laughs> Hammers on strings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone up at 6 in the a.m. Episode. Episode. There's a few episodes this week, Richard. And where are we starting? In your We're favourite city? Yes, the beautiful <laughs> Florence, where my medieval heart resides. Because Siniza. He said in the very important match between Fiorentina and Bologna, he said we did well in the first half, we didn't risk anything. Then we went in front, but then we had a player sent. Right, and uh, Mihailovic said that. Well, yes. Fiorentina haven't risked anything all season, so nothing new there. <laughs> but they are going to risk now, because right. it is the end of a cycle. Oh, really? Yes, the Viola cycle is over. Right, the renaissance is over. And there will be a rare renaissance. Mutu, Vargas and Gilardino perhaps on their way out. Montolivo seems more than likely. Off to enter. Uh, Vargas. Spain. Spain. Please take me Spain. Spain. Mutu just up the road to Cesena. And Gilardino. Atalanta. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, getting back to the the episode, there was The Luigi Ferrara Stadium. Now, what about that goal? The ball was played across the, the six-yard area. No one was offside, and it reached the back post. And Potsy wasn't in an offside position. Replay showed that. Put the ball in the back of the net. Ran away, celebrating. Everyone celebrating. Referee goes, uh, no, whistle. And the, uh, his assistant raises the flag. Conspiracy, Richard. It's a conspiracy <laughs> to send Sampdoria in Serie B. <laughs> the ref runs over to his assistant. They have a little chat and disallow the goal. Pozzi drops to his knees, crying, why have you disallowed the goal? And the whole of Italian football was asking that. And the thing is, you can't ask the referees why. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with Chennai. They don't have to tell you, you're going to Serie B. <laughs> Sampdoria managed to emulate the feat achieved by Chievo in 2006-2007 when they finished in fourth and slid down to Serie B after just missing out on the Champions League. Incredible. They were seconds away from getting through the Champions League preliminary round and they end up getting relegated. Only the eighth team in European football in the history of the European Cup stroke Champions League to ever uh, have achieved that feat. Sam should have known that they were going to be relegated. Why? Because they were relegated in 66 77, 99, and 11. So go down in years of double digits that are the same. They should have known that. <laughs> and so they'll stay up in Serie A. Obviously, they've been promoted until 2022. Well, yes, if they ever get back. Because Ed- <laughs> Eduardo Garrone has said this is the time. 
that we must confirm my family's effort for Sampdoria will remain the same. What, to destroy the club completely? Sell our best <laughs> players in January. Exactly. Never forgive anybody. But there was a good, great headline, Republica, on the, the Monday. It was four weddings and a funeral. So the four weddings being Napoli, getting into Champions League, then Cesena, Lecce and Bologna all staying up. And of course, the funeral, Sampdoria and Serie B. And of course, the Genoa fans couldn't wait to uh, scroll some graffiti all over the, the centre of the town. What did they write? Uh, enjoy your time in B. Bye bye. Statistics. Statistics. Here's one. Eleven. Eleven players. Eleven players from Barry who accepted to spread their wages over the next, what, 27 years. (laughs) 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 While 14 didn't. Who are all leaving, obviously. Who are all leaving, and it was no coincidence that those 11 who did accept were all playing against Lecce. No, you used the word playing loosely there. (laughs) (laughs) Appearing. Yeah. Wearing the shirt. They were wearing a shirt. Almiron and Barreto, the highest earners at the club, refused to sign, while Gezal didn't even answer the telegram from the club. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll be he'll be heading back to uh, Siena. Barreto's meant to be going to Fiorentina, and Almiron, well, another one for Spain. <laughs> <laughs> two! Two... Two what? Two non-EU players right. is what the league are now fighting to achieve. They've had two the last couple of seasons, but that has been something extraordinary and it's going to be reduced to one and Demetrio Albertini who's a big chief at the, the football authorities he's hit out at the club saying it's just an excuse the clubs must think about planning I remember in the good old days as the midfield maestro for Milan yeah. when we had three foreign players and it was perfect yeah but they're the best three foreign players <laughs> in the whole wide world Rijkaard Goulet and Van Basten. Well, um, I agree with the clubs. I'm not for all this, you know, EU players that can come from Mars or even the Ukraine. As long as they're good enough, should be allowed to play anywhere. But that, Albertini's point is that the teams need to think more long term, not just go to the transfer market after one season and look for the best players, splash out the money, then bring them in. He says in Spain and in Germany, the laws are a lot more relaxed but because they have planning. Yeah, but saying if you uh, get a player from, I don't know, the... Argentina, and you bring him up. Look at Messi, he came over at 12 years old. He wasn't Spanish. That's exactly what he's saying. 32! <laughs> 32 long years. Yes, 32 long years since Berlusconi didn't have a landslide victory in Milan <laughs> local elections. No, 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 that's not true. 32 years since Palermo were last in the Italian Cup yep. final. Yeah, and they lost that match uh, extra time to Juve. Palermo have never won anything in their whole lives. Apart from plaudits this season. Yeah, and it's great to see them in that final. They're going to take something in the region of 35,000 fans up to the capital. Are you listening, Galliani? No, are you listening restaurants and hotels in Rome? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have one of them. You're going to be raking it in. (laughs) Um, Zamperini will be doubly happy because of his financial woes. 17 million euro has been frozen from his accounts due to some dodgy dealings. Oh, (laughs) allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Yeah, allegedly dodgy dealings. My precious. 
two days after a great result, like reaching the final, when we have once again entered Europe, I read the declarations of the president, and they make me think that there is no truth in his words. What, that you're sacked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the usual Zamperini outburst. Rossi doing a great job, but I need to think about next season. And he then listed 28 coaches who he might employ next season. <laughs> exactly. And um, at least Delio Rossi's job is safe until after the cup final. You know Remember what? when Rossi came back and Zamperini said, I won't speak anymore to the microphones thrust in my faces. Because he <laughs> has more than one. Uh, unless they're switched on. Because he has more than one <laughs> face and he's using all of them again to talk behind Delhi Rossi's back, but to the public. How can you talk behind somebody's back to the public? Why bother? Uh, you can't. <laughs> but you know what would be the best revenge for Delhi Rossi? Remember after when Lazio won the cup, he was a coach. No, Tito just ignored him and didn't even didn't even like celebrate with him, and he left. So he left. Uh, no, Tito left. No, Rossi. Much to the joy of the Lazio fans, free tickets Rossi again. Left and uh, <laughs> he left the club. So this time, you know, will it be history repeating itself? And after the cup final, Rossi leaves Palermo and uh, takes over at Roma. <laughs> There'll be a lot of fountain diving. Because remember when he won the derby once he dived into a, a fountain in the capital? Dobbs and flops! <laughs> quite a few flops this week, aren't there? There are indeed, and I am going for a certain Massimo Macaroni at number three. Number three, Big Mac. Big Mac. I think he's been eating a few too many Big Macs. <laughs> He said in January, I don't want to move to Cesena because I don't want to be involved in a relegation scrap at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. Eat your words, sucker. Yeah, you bully. But he missed another couple of chances again. It's not because of what he said, it's just because he's been useless. Oh, he's been terrible. Player. Yeah, he's, he's been absolutely woeful. <laughs> Second flop. Yes. Francesco Totti. Well, <laughs> Francesco Totti. Yeah, he didn't have a great game down at Catania, but you could have picked any of the Roma players. So we cho I chose the captain. Yeah, because... He's he, meant to guide and spy, yeah. and he was strolling around as if he was on the beach. But that, that's that's my theory. What is your theory, Richard? The Roma, they, they knew really that it's going to be probably Udinese in the Champions League, and they just don't want to be in the Europa League. <laughs> so when do you say they're going to lose to Sampdoria? But then Juve, they'll screw it up. And Totti knows he won't be confirmed as coach next season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he he didn't pick the side on, on Sunday. Because Borriello was picked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he did it with self-destruction. No, di no, he didn't pick. But then half-time he goes, listen, uh, Vinny, um, I'll pick the team in the second half. Marco, you sit <laughs> there with your haircut. Marco, you come on, because I know you're not going to do anything anyway. <laughs> Okay, number one in the, the big floppies. Um, Jorge Martinez. <laughs> Definitely. What a waste of 12 million euro. <laughs> Injuries have made it difficult for him, but he has right. forgotten how to play. Uh, and also having two left feet. Yes, <laughs> which worked excellently well. Imagine if he'd gone to Milan and could have danced beside Boateng. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the old electric boogaloo beside the moonwalk. <laughs> Yeah, what a waste of money, really. And uh, 
again it just shows Florence here it comes <laughs> another one for Fiorentina but a lot of the blame going to um, Delnieri but also Beppe Marotta who is a uh, sporting director and uh, was in charge of Samp last season and Marotta has been confirmed for yeah. next season on the back of his now, outstanding transfer market manoeuvres so Marotta uh, definitely has a lot of work to do he's going to be given a lot of money and let's see if he can uh, waste it again <laughs> <laughs> tops hurrah for the tops top number three Luis Jimenez inspired Chisena's right battle back up into the safety positions and is Ternana's key to survival well he's not owned by Ternana is he he's owned by the president individually ah, yeah like a slave like, like a, a slave, slave like Spartacus will he break free you just imagine all the Chisena players stepping forward yeah we're all left they'd have been relegated we're all leaving <laughs> but they weren't but interestingly he won't be there next season no going back to Florence is he well Mutu you can't have Jimenez and Mutu and you thought he had a good game well yeah who mm-hmm. impressed me maybe in my th- top three was the little Gomez at uh, Catania mm. he's only three foot two Argentine yeah I don't know if he's a dwarf or a midget he's quality can't cross the ball whatsoever but he can score but he can score and dribble uh, actually might be a baby <laughs> <laughs> number two um, I'm going up to the northeast could be Andanovic, another outstanding performance. Yes. But he's already been in the top three throughout the season for all his penalty... Saves. Saves, that's the word. And so I've gone for Azamoa. Great goal he scored as well, wasn't it? And also, he's a player who's been linked with Milan now. He was linked to uh-huh. Milan a couple of seasons ago when they could have got him a lot cheaper. Not Berlusconi's style. Not at the time, but now I'm with Mr Allegri. And it's more... Uh proletarian so we may bring in uh, not a, a big quality star name but a quality player yes I definitely agree with you there that's a that's a good shout for number two and number one I will be a football sticker again mm-hmm. Gigi Buffon that was mine last week okay we'll so take he's back again no well, no, 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 no let's ignore him shot. let's ignore Gigi oh really and we'll go in for Clarence Sadoff then Oh, Clarence. The tears were welling in his eyes yeah, at the end. Yeah. Not because of Boateng's dancing feet. Because his contract was running out. Yes. <laughs> he never earned that sort of money again at Milan. Although he could move to Dubai or Kurdistan or somewhere. Although he has been linked with a move to Brazil. And so there was also <laughs> the sense of a bittersweet taste. In a, of his tears. Of his tears <laughs> dribbling down his cheeks. Because I his tears dribble. The, the taste of the tears rolling down those Aww. cheeks of his. He's an emotional guy, isn't he? He is an emotional guy. And um, he's been demanding respect from Galliani. And it appeared to me after the the match that Galliani has no idea what he's doing. He's just. So, what do you mean? It's not. Uh, it appears that Galliani. Can I just has, ask yes. you a question here? No, you're saying here Galliani doesn't have a plan for Milan, the champions of Italy back in the Champions League and that's what they, they want to get to the latter stages next season and you're saying he doesn't have a plan why so sir because he first of all said I will phone all of the players on Monday he then looked at his diary said oh gosh 
I'm actually in the, the Serie A league offices on Monday. He then had to make another statement, I will phone all the players on Tuesday. If you're dealing with arguably five of the most important players in the club, you know what you're doing on the Monday before you make the statement, I'm going to speak to the players on Monday. He doesn't know what it is doing. He has no idea about budgets or anything. He doesn't know what he's going to offer apart from a one-year contract. And it'll be like, you write how much you want in an envelope, I'll write how much I'm going to offer you in an envelope, and then we'll try and see what happens. And we'll, we'll decide in the middle. Well, you know, they could get away. Whose uh, contracts are running out? Ambrosini? Well, he'll accept anything to he stay. He didn't say that. He said, Milan <laughs> must understand that they're, that I'm dealing, a millionaire. With, they're dealing with <laughs> top-level players. Yeah. Not including himself. Yeah. <laughs> so he was talking about Seedorf. Yeah. But Seedorf, 34 now. Well, you could give him another year. Nesta? Oh, he'll stay on anyway. Inzaghi just, just for the health yeah. insurance. <laughs> Inzaghi basically said, I'll play for free. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Pirlo! Well, Silence. He's only 31. And plus he earns 6 million a year. Yeah. And so um, Pirlo, I would say, off to Juve. He's and then year, year for the other guys. And uh, Exactly. There is no long-term plan. Albertini has it spot on. Well, Paul, on that note, I think... Uh, Put your glove back on <laughs> and we'll have another coffee. Calcio, calcio, and coffee, and coffee. Catch up with your calcio and coffee on Twitter, Facebook, and iTunes. <laughs>